to the Super Movie Ball Bonus Stage. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to another Bonus Stage episode from one half of Super Movie Ball. This is me, Peter. I uh, just wanted to quickly tell you today about a movie that was recommended to me by a co-worker that I had never heard of before, and it just kind of blew me away that it had seemingly fallen under the radar, or at least my radar. Uh, for someone who lives, you know, in this uh, mixed bag world of conventionally bad, low-budget, be-and-below-grade, and otherwise just forgotten movies, it kind of amazed me that I had not heard of this one before. Uh, this is a movie from 1991 called The Dark Backward. Uh, this is classified on IMDb as a comedy, though I'm a little not sure about that. Uh, don't know what to say about that classification. Uh, you'll know what I mean if you see it um, or if you have seen it. It is, I mean, it is kind of funny, but it's also like a dark, it's definitely a dark comedy, but it's, you know, I don't know about comedy. feels like it should be a drama or something almost as well. I'm not real sure. Um, but the description on IMDb at the moment says, A man pursues stand-up comedy encouraged by his fellow garbage man, though his friend who accompanies him on accordion continues to tell him how great he is, he actually stinks. When the comedian grows a third arm out of his back, the friend uses this twist to get him signed up with a sleazy talent agent, and it begins to look like his career is on the move, even though his girlfriend has left him. So that is the weird little synopsis from IMDb at the moment that somebody wrote. The cast for this is kind of amazing and confusing at the same time is what I would say. It stars Judd Nelson as a guy named Marty Malt. He is our comedian. And he's got his best friend and his co-worker at the garbage plant <laughs> is uh, Bill Paxton as a guy named Gus. Uh, Judd Nelson's girlfriend is played by Laura Flynn Boyle. His doctor is played by James Kahn. His talent agent is played by Wayne Newton. And his Hollywood talent scout towards the end of the movie is played by Rob Lowe. The world that they are in is just like full of trash. It's, it's a weird, weird world. Uh, I know I mentioned they're trash men before, but everything and everyone is just dirty, slimy, and just filthy. It's so dirty that it's almost kind of like beautiful, or it becomes beautiful as you keep watching it. <laughs> it's just weird. It's, it's fascinating for sure. Um, and just, you know, as an example of this, uh, Marty and Gus, so they're trash men, as I mentioned, uh, we follow them at work, walking along behind a truck, a garbage truck, and they're just scooping just heaps of trash from trash bins and things just off the ground. And they're, while they're talking, they're just haphazardly tossing all this into the garbage truck. Most of it's just falling out of the back of the garbage truck onto the ground. And I mean, it's just not making any difference in the filth of the world, but they just say, Oh, let's call it a day at one point after they're just sort of kind of half throwing trash on the garbage truck. It's, a, it's real weird. Um, but it's definitely a dirty, dirty world. Um, the kind of a cool thing about the world is the uh, trash that they're uh, the trash company they work for, and then just like every other company around that owns everything is named Blumps, B L U M P. And you see this brand on like everything in the world, though I don't know that it's ever said or mentioned, which I thought was pretty cool. But even at the beginning of the movie, there's a book that they're flipping through that has the uh, the credits for the film, and this has like the book is by Blumps, so I just I, I don't know, it's a little uh, clever 
clever things like running gags like that that I think are kind of cool that make uh, make a movie, give it a little heart, you know, that kind of thing. So it feels uh, very kind of lived in and real, I suppose, you know, just that it's casually done like that. Uh, so this movie was directed and written by Adam Rifkin, uh, supposedly when he was 19. And it really kind of feels like a 19-year-old wrote it. I'll let you discern what you want from that not really saying that in a bad way uh but i guess it feels a little amateurish though it kind of works for me so i'm not really knocking on it but it's it's a weird weird movie uh one person on imdb had started their uh description off as it's like a train wreck i couldn't take my eyes off it and i i thought that was just a great way to describe the movie so i wanted to mention that um, the compute confusing thing to me about this movie is that it feels like it has a chance to say something about friendship or perseverance or the human condition or something deep like that, but it just kind of like failed to land a point if it was there with me anyway. Um, I, I didn't get anything deep or meaningful from it. It's just kind of a story and I'm okay with that. I don't mind just watching a story for the sake of watching a story, but it's just such a weird story that usually when they're told in this kind of way, it's got some other kind of meaning to it. And I, I don't know that this one does. <laughs> um, but if you've seen this movie and have an opinion on it, uh, good or bad or whatever, let us know if I missed the mark on it or there is some kind of meaning that I just didn't pick up on. Let me know. I'd be really curious to, to hear. Uh, I don't think Mac's seen this one yet as of this recording, so chime in with your opinion to convince him to pass it up or check it out. Uh, as always, please check out our other content on supermovieball.com on Twitter and Instagram at supermovieball, and you can always email us at supermovieball at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys.